Today's Spotlight is brought to you in part by presenting sponsor, Busey Bank. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. Today we're talking with three local nonprofits, Napa Settlement, Pull-Up Bars for Patriots, and the Naperville Park District. Watching Spotlight, and today I'm joined by Reina Tomeo Calabrese, President and CEO of Napa Settlement, and Eric Long, who is the Vice Chair of the Naperville Heritage Society. So, welcome to the set. Thank you. Thank you. We're excited to have a conversation about this because I know there's lots happening for you uh, in downtown Naperville this summer. We're going to start out with you, Reina. What is Napa Settlement? Napa Settlement is the only nationally accredited outdoor history museum in the state of Illinois and a top 25 tourist destination in Illinois. And so aside from that, it is the brainchild of a woman uh, named Carolyn Martin Mitchell who asked the city that in return, in return for 212 acres of her land, that through a trust, um, she would be able to have her orchards and her home uh, be devoted to as a museum and a place to gather her community. And so today, those 13 acres that were once her orchards, as well as her home, and other important historical buildings and um, artifacts in our community have been cared for and have been, um, have found a home at Naper Settlement. Yeah, and it's a wonder, what a wonderful gift. What a wonderful gift to the future, right? Absolutely. Yes, very forward She thinking. was an incredible visionary and really saw far beyond her years. Uh, and that is really the power of philanthropy. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and right in the heart of downtown Naperville. So, um, Eric, you're with the Napa Heritage Society. So we'll talk a little bit about that relationship, mm -hmm. if you would. But you're also, you're celebrating a 50th anniversary. So congratulations on that. Tell us a little bit about the Heritage Society and what you're celebrating this year. Kind of how you're doing it. So it is our 50th anniversary anniversary and um, you know everything we do at the settlement uh, from our exhibits to our events to the items we collect and our educational programs are all kind of reflective of Carolyn Martin Mitchell's uh, vision and mission which was that we provide a gathering place uh, for the community to come together and celebrate our heritage and culture and events and arts and music so uh, we've had a few key events so far um, our Civil War Days and our uh, annual Old Time Picnic and uh, we had some events tied to the 50th anniversary uh, in those uh, uh, events and upcoming we've got uh, our 50th uh, anniversary celebration for everybody that got married over the years at our Memorial Chapel so we'll be doing a uh, uh, group vow renewal ceremony, which is oh, kind of exciting. Very fun. And uh, we will also um, have a big group photo for all the people that can attend. Um, we have over a thousand people already. That's incredible. Well, it's a very popular place to get married. It's a beautiful location. A lot of people location. have gotten married there yeah. over the years. Um, and then, of course, Naper Nights, which is a big uh, uh, popular event for us. Um, we have our July concert and our August concert have ties to 50 years. Uh, so in July, we'll be uh, celebrating a tie-in to the 50th anniversary of the landing on uh, the moon. Oh, okay. Uh, so we have uh, a David Bowie tribute band and a Pink Floyd tribute band. Very so fun. Dark Side of the Moon. Yes. Going on there. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And then uh, in August, we'll be uh, tying into the 50th anniversary of Woodstock with a uh, Santana cover band and a 
the band, the cover band, so both played at Woodstock, <laughs> so a lot of fun. Yeah, and in the meantime, we also have downstairs in our permanent exhibit, we have an exhibit on Woodstock, a small exhibit, but it's very powerful of one of our residents who was at Woodstock. Yes, I've actually seen that when it was doing a little <laughs> tour down in uh, South Neighbor. It's very interesting, fascinating, because you sort of think in your mind you know, you really don't. There's mm -hmm. a very large backstory to that whole event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wayne, to talk a little bit about the Heritage Society, Naper Settlement, and the city, and kind of how that relationship works together. Sure. So the whole idea really is that we're stronger together. And so in the bequest that was left, uh, the trustee is essentially the city and what the Naperville Heritage Society does in conjunction with the city through a public-private partnership is the ability to leverage what neither side would be able to do otherwise. And so, uh, for example, um, in the early 2000s, the mansion needed a very big overhaul. Uh, it was a project with $2.8 million, and so the Naperville Heritage Society went out and fundraised for that, and uh, it did so also for a variety of other things. Our, uh, we changed essentially a whole electrical upgrade, and so and in that same uh, way, the city does provide funding for its museum so that people have um, much more than they would be able to have if there wasn't the partnership. And we're really very excited because that partnership has endured for more than 50 years. And you can only imagine how much our city has grown. And with it, and uh, along the way, the Naperville Heritage Society has also grown uh, so that it can provide and fundraise for programs and for events and to make sure that there is a place for its community to come and to feel a part of our community. The, the, the museum and neighbor settlement, after all, is the city's museum. It belongs to all, um, all of our residents, and we just can't, we really can't wait to welcome people. We truly have um, a wonderful staff of very devoted and passionate people that um, uh, feel education is imperative. And without that partnership, we wouldn't be able to do all of the things that we do in, in terms of preservation for mm -hmm. the sites and the places that we have, um, the programs and the events. And so we are um, incredibly grateful for that partnership. Okay. And Eric, so what do you see as the future? What are your hopes? Well, what excites me is, um, you know, our mission is really to tell the story of Naperville, both its history, but where we are today, how we got here, and where we're going. And I think um, as the city of Naperville grows, um, it's our responsibility to uh, make sure the story is relevant for everybody in Naperville, uh, to make sure that we're kind of capturing uh, the story as it exists today. And also, um, so we have a lot of stories to tell. And um, additionally, we're uh, pretty excited about a couple of key capital campaign projects we have. Okay. Uh, one is the Cultivate Center, which is uh, an interactive uh, agricultural exhibit uh, that really kind of references the, the role of agricultural development in our community. Um, and then lastly, uh, our uh, Gateway Center, which our Innovative Gateway Center, which is uh, a great welcoming point to the settlement and also allows for uh, residents of Naperville to kind of interact with their own history and a really cool uh, 
technology platform. So we're really excited about both of those capital yeah, projects. Yeah, those are big. As we wrap up, Raina, um, real quick, as somebody comes and they visit Snape Settlement, what do you want them to walk away with? Well, it, there are many things. It's the experiential learning. And, you know, museums are necessary in the same way that your library or your other cultural amenities. They provide and they have a power of knowledge. They are creative centers and they are also places for empathy. And so what we do is we use the storytelling to help you understand and be more knowledgeable, to help you be more creative and also um, to create empathy. It's a very important that as we thrive as a community that we understand each other better and where we want to go by understanding where we have been. Because at the end of the day, what we live today as a city are the things that were planned for us 30, 50 years ago. Those, this is the result of all those plans. And so as we look today in terms of what is the present that we will deliver for people that will live 10 or 15 or 20 years from now, we need to plan for that now. Okay. And that is exactly the kinds of things that I think the museum can, can bring. And aside from that, from a very practical perspective, the other thing that we do is, is we are an economic engine for the city. Cultural tourism is absolutely um, a, a, an important return on investment um, from an economic sense, and we are glad that we can contribute to our city in that okay. way. Wonderful. If you are interested in learning more about the 50-year anniversary celebration and what's happening at Napa Settlement this summer, please go and visit their new website. It's a great new website. Go check it out. We're going to take a quick break right now, but stay with us. We'll be right back with more Spotlight. At Busey, our story centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. You allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. If you're just tuning in, you're watching Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wynette, and joining me now from Pull-Up Bars for Patriots is Greg Kintz. Nice to have you back with us. Oh, thank you for bringing me back. Yeah, I appreciate the opportunity yeah. to share. Absolutely. Well, let's start right out with Pull-Up Bars for Patriots. It's obviously a newer charity, um, but what's the mission? What's the background? Cool. Uh, well, Pull-Up Bars for Patriots is a 501c3 charity based here in Naperville, and uh, we put up Pull-Up Bar memorials in honor of the fallen service members. Something a little different than a tree or a bench or a statue. It's actually a set of pull-up bars. Um, so it becomes interactive to the user and kind of encourages people to come out and do pull-ups in honor of the fallen service members. Okay, and what, and what sparked that for you, Greg? 
Well, as a former Marine, you do a lot of pull-ups. So when I would take my son to the park when he was a bit younger, we would, uh, there's never a pull-up bar for adults. So I started uh, thinking about, well, what if we put up pull-up bars in honor of the fallen service members? And I talked to my wife about it, and she said, uh, well, my friend that she worked with at the time, um, her cousin, Lance Corporal Nick Larson, uh, died in Fallujah, and he was a Marine. So it kind of came together that way. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, it, it's interesting because you talk about the fact that there, there, there are kiddies. Now you're making me think that in parks there are, but the pull-up bars are always pretty low for the yeah, kids, they're all right? Pretty, they're pretty <laughs> much made for kids and stuff. I mean, there's some fitness places that have some pull-up bars in place, but uh, so not only bringing the pull-up bar for adults there, but to also have a memorial that kind of becomes interactive where people can... Uh, do them in honor of somebody and give them a little encouragement and a reason to do them. Okay. Now you've had a first. You've been able to uh, do a memorial, right? Yes. So the first inaugural memorial has gone up. Yeah. Uh, so tell Wheaton. us where that is and tell us a little bit about that whole process. Yeah. It's in Rathji Park up in Wheaton and uh, thanks to the Wheaton Park District for a lot of help along the way because as a new nonprofit, you don't know how you're going to put it all together and like, can we do this? And you know, with a lot of their support and um, some funding, they uh, helped us get the first set of bars up. Um, so if you're in the Wheaton community or happen to head up that way, just north of us uh, from here in Naperville, um, it's at the corner of Dallas and Roosevelt, and I always say just a little bit west of the Marianos. Okay, Just all south right. of downtown Wheaton. Okay, so. and how is that being received? And how does it make you feel, you know, seeing uh, that first one done? Yeah, it was um, speechless, kind of. I mean, you see a we had an artist rendering um, last time we were here. It was, it was just a picture, a drawing. So it's been in my head for a long time. Um, to see it come to life was pretty amazing. And then they have other people actually go, wow, that's what you wanted to do. And it was like, yeah, that's kind of what this is. This is the memorial. So, and it, so it is a statement. It's just not a set of pull-up bars. But with the Port in Place Foundation and the Gold Star and the plaque, and then uh, just Dave and Ann Larson, uh, Nick's parents, at, to see the memorial too was that was something special because they knew we were putting it together and uh, to honor their son and uh, just they're like wow we didn't know it was going to be so big and it's just yeah. like it was <laughs> yeah what a nice amazing. tribute it's, yes correct to be put up in the park across the street uh, from his boyhood home yeah. um, so we have a picture of the memorial and if you if you see it you're there. Um, it, his house is across the street, so, or they no longer live there, but they can see it from their parents, you know, okay. from the porch. So yeah. it's just really nice, very yes. special. Yes, very yeah. special yeah. in that sense. Now, talk a little bit because I, I remember you mentioned the last time you were doing an event, uh, partly to raise yeah. some money, with uh, kind of a record-breaking uh, bent to it, right, on the pull-up bra. So yes. give give us a little background on that and how it went. What was the well, outcome? Yeah. So Nick Janowitz, the Patriot Sports and Fitness in Elmhurst, uh, was going to break the record for the most number of pull-ups in uh, 24 hours. Um, the first event we held in downtown Elmhurst happened to be on the last weekend of April, and weather's never predictable. Yeah. So it became 30 degrees overnight, and slight of a short power outage for about 45 minutes, and horrible weather. Um, we had to move the whole event indoors during the event as it's going on, and uh, he was de determined to do it, but just decided it's not even going to work, and they probably won't even register it. So in his determination, probably one of the most determined individuals, not to only try it one time, but to then come back in October, six months later, and do 7,623 pull-ups. Oh. Yes. Wow. <laughs> in 18 and a half hours. 
That's incredible. Yes. And he also broke the six and 12 hour record. He did 3,500 in six hours and um, 5,600 in um, <laughs> 12 hours. That's incredible. Just determined. I think I can't really do one if I'm very, yeah. very truthful about it. <laughs> Maybe with a little boost. Yeah. That's an incredible number. Yeah, you, correct. You, you must have been very excited that he came and did that with you. Yes, correct. Uh, just the support for the charity, and that's, you know, my. It's great to have everybody in the community coming out and just kind of uh, learning about our charity and then giving us our, their support. Okay. Um, Good. Well, we're happy to help. Talk a little bit about, you know, I, and I know we talked a little bit about it the last time you were here. Obviously, you've, you had the vision to get the one in Wheaton, and that's now being realized. I know your goal is to be here in Naperville. So kind of where are things with that? We are right at the uh, beginning stages of discussing officially with the Park District um, because uh, it is their land where we want to put it and just going through some of the details and stuff. But bringing one to Naperville to honor not just one, but nine fallen service members okay. that are here in Naperville. Um, it's, an, it's a lot of service members to uh, honor, and we want to make sure we're going to put up a memorial for them um, here locally. Yeah, and, uh, that's wonderful. Yeah. And with nine bars, or would it be the same? It would be the, the, it'd probably be the same memorial, okay. and it would just represent all nine. Okay. It would be fantastic to have <laughs> one for each service yeah. member, I guess, in that sense. Um, but it's a costly endeavor yes. at that point. So yes. um, absolutely. we'd at least want to get one established Okay. at that point. As we wrap up, long-term plans. What's your, what's your long-term vision? Well, to be an interactive memorial, and other than having pole bars all across the country, we're in also the developmental stages of an app. Okay. So like you go to the pull-up bar, you can pull up on your phone, record the number of pull-ups you've done. We can track how many pull-ups have been done for that service member, and uh, you can read their bio. Mm -hmm. to make sure that their story is not forgotten. Because when it comes down to it, um, making sure that we tell the story that they never got to come home and tell okay. um, has kind of become another mission. So they're not forgotten. Okay. Um, it, it's been a while since <laughs> we've lost a service member here locally or just, I mean, yeah. it's not as prominent in the news as it used to be, but sure. making sure that we tell their story and uh, that they're remembered. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, and back to the not only Nick and or Dave and Ann, but um, to have his sister bring her kids to the memorial and they never knew their uncle Nick, but to have them doing pull-ups for their uh, uncle, it's just, it's, it's very cool. Moving. Yes. It's moving. a real connection. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Very interactive and, and just a, a, a wonderful way to honor people who have given so much. Yes. Yeah. I so. wish you all the best. Excellent. Keep us posted on the progress. Will do. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll hope for some good weather so lots of people can get out and interact with the pull-up bars this Correct. summer. So yes, wonderful. Definitely. Thank you for coming. No, thank you for having us. If you would like to learn more about how you can support the mission of Pull-Up Bars for Patriots, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but don't go away. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. centers around you, your goals, and your dreams. You dreamed of owning your first home. You partnered with us to customize a plan. You started a business. You trusted us to guide you through the ups and downs. You wanted to leave a legacy. 
you allowed us to bring your dreams to life. Thank you for partnering with us to make tomorrow's dreams today's reality. Busey, your dream, our promise. Welcome back to Spotlight. I'm your host, Jane Wernette. I'm joined now by Brad Wilson and Andrea Coates of the Naperville Park District. So welcome. Hello. Thank you. Good to have you here. We love the Park District. Um, so I'm going to start right out with you, Andrea. Tell us a little bit about some of the more popular programs that you've got going on at the Park District. Well, this summer we have our Movies in the Park. Uh, there, we have a couple in July and uh, one in August and one in September. They're held at uh, Rotary Hill and down south at 95th Street. Um, so it, it's great. Movies, big inflatable. So it'll be a great, that's a great event to attend. We also have our concerts in your park that are whole, held mostly on Sundays at, in the neighborhood parks. Uh, they have interactive, the host, the bands, they get really engaged with the kids in the park, so it's really fun to go to that also. Um, we also have uh, Rock the Hill, which that's an event that's at Rotary Hill, and that's also a band that perform um, on stage, so it's really great. Yeah, lots of family-friendly yes. stuff there, right? Yes. Yeah, I know, I've been to the movies in the park, and we've certainly, NCTV's been at the concerts in the park, and, and you're right, the bands are very engaging and really get out there and make sure that the kids are having a good time, so yes. that's nice. Now, Brad, we're outside, or we like to be outside with the summer, right? And yes. you have a lot of things that you do outside, but particularly some new things right down by the Riverwalk. So give us a little bit more information about that? Yeah, well, you can certainly find your summer fun at the Riverwalk. Um, a lot of residents and, and people from outside the community come to the Riverwalk for its beauty and the connection to downtown. Um, but what many people may not realize is all the different activities and experiences that we have available. Uh, we have the Millennium Carillon, where you can actually take a tour through the Carillon up to the, the very upper deck. Uh, we have very popular Centennial Beach uh, yep. swim facility. Uh, we have our Riverwalk Cafe, perfect location to be able to actually sit out on the patio overlooking the paddle boat quarry uh, where you can actually rent a paddle boat or even a, a kayak or paddleboard. Oh, okay. Um, Rotary Hill, great location to be able to have a family picnic or to actually even come and fly a kite. Uh, and then we also have new this year, uh, Harmony Park, uh, something that uh, yeah. we partnered with uh, Rotary Club on to add some musical instruments to, to the Riverwalk. So a number of, of just very unique and great experiences when you come to the Riverwalk. Yeah, and again, all family friendly. I mean, that's always the nice thing. And, and are the kids enjoying the Harmony Park? I'm sure they oh, are. Oh, yes. Kids yeah. and adults. And you adults. can see them both out there. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. great. Kind yeah. of move over, kid. I got <laughs> <laughs> got to get in there. <laughs> now, yeah. you talked a little bit about uh, Centennial Beach, which obviously yes. is a marquee uh, venue here in Naperville. Yes. Um, but you're doing some other interesting things there. It's not just for the sunbathers and the swimmers. So what else have you got going on? That's right. It's a great location to, to bring a group out. We have parties that take place there, and, and certainly there's the, the normal swimming that takes place. But we have a number of programs that also use Centennial Beach. Uh, we have our swim lessons and our diving lessons to where you can learn uh, both of those different skills. Uh, we have fitness classes, aquatics fitness classes. We have paddleboard yoga. Yeah. So you can, you can try out staying on, on yeah. top of a paddleboard while you're doing yoga. Um, we also have our annual uh, Mudrats uh, swim team uh, yeah. that competes in the Summer Swim Conference. And new this year, we're excited to introduce a, a water polo, Mudrats water polo. Oh, um, very nice. Yes, a very active league here yes. in Naperville. Yes, so. yep. Yeah. Um, and then in addition to that, we are also offering this year for the first time a junior lifeguard program. So those ages oh. 10 to 14 um, interested in possibly becoming a lifeguard at some point in the future can come and learn those basic skills, uh, learn from the best, the, the lifeguards at Centennial Beach and actually shadow some of the guards towards the uh, end of the summer. 
What a great opportunity. I mean, not only are they learning a skill, but I'm sure even for your guards when they have other people's shadow, that's a nice little leadership opportunity for them, yes. opportunity to demonstrate some uh, management skills. So Exactly. We're, we're excited to offer it this yeah, year. Yeah, that's terrific. Yeah. Now, Andrea, where should we go this summer? You know, you've got an amazing number of parks, but if you were giving us a few quick recos of where we should find ourselves this summer, what would you tell us? I think uh, one of the big ones is the Knock Knowles Nature Center. Um, inside, you have little um, interactive activities that you can do. We also have a big, how big is the brand, the, the big tank, uh, fish tank? We've got a 900-gallon uh, fish tank. Wow, yeah. local, that's big. Local species local of fish. fish. Yeah. Okay. So that's really neat. Um, we also just knock knows uh, the whole park. You have a 18-hole disc uh, golf course there with yeah. the discs. Uh, lots of trails. I think there's about five miles worth of trails. Mm -hmm. So that's a beautiful park to visit. Um, a big playground there also. Um, we have our golf courses. We have Naperbrook, Spring, Springbrook golf courses that we have. Um, Fort Hill Activity Center. Center. Yeah. A lot of times uh, people think Fort Hill and the, the indoor space during the winter months, but it's also a great place to find relief during summer heat. Sure, absolutely. And open gyms. Absolutely. Open gym yeah. Well, and you also have Nike Park, which is an amazing complex up yes. there as well. Yes. yes, Nike Sports Complex, a number of different activities. Uh, we just added actually pickleball courts uh, okay. last year. Uh, so that's a new sport, a yeah. new offering available at that location. Nice, and you got the yeah. beach volleyball too there, right? I, I've been out there a, a few times playing tennis and you got the kids out there playing beach volleyball, that's fun. Yes, yeah. yep. good to watch, good yeah. to watch. Um, you obviously also offer a wide variety of summer camps. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, you know, I know my kids grew up there. We couldn't wait to get the book and kind of thumb through and find out what we were gonna do for the summer. So give us a few highlights. What are some of the things that the kids can do, different ages? And, and you know, we're into getting into July. Can they still sign up? Sure, definitely. We have a lot, a lot of our uh, camps are designed to be one week, two week camps. So we have a full day camps at both uh, Frontier Park and Seeger Park. We have half day camps. We have any type of sporting camps that you can think of. Um, we also have the computer classes. Hmm. You know, we have some of those types of camps, uh, science and technology. So we have a lot of different variety. We have the little guys all the way from the three to five-year-olds, and then we go all the way up until into the teen camps. Yeah, I, I loved Kitty Camp in Naperville. All yeah. my kids went through that. I have wonderful <laughs> memories of that. Terrific. And, and, and are they also offering camps inside? Because you mentioned, Brad, about yes. inside at Fort Hill. So are there camps going on in that facility? Yes, we have camps that, that will take place at Fort Hill and, and even our 95th Street Center okay. in South Naperville. Um, we utilize the school district buildings, have great partnerships with the schools uh, yep. to be able to offer camps there. So really a very wide variety of, of camps um, from the day camps to the athletics to some of the science and technology types of camps. And those are available uh, throughout the course of the summer. So there's time to, to register for those even as we get closer towards the end of summer. And if you're looking for something for the kids to do before they go back to school, mm -hmm. check out, check our, out. Check yeah. out our website. Yeah, yeah that's sure. great. That's great. Now, what other kinds of events and activities have you got coming in the coming months? Anything new and exciting you want to share with us? Well, Andrea had mentioned before that our Rock the Hill, our concerts mm -hmm. that we have, uh, that was something that was introduced last year uh, at Rotary Hill, and we've actually expanded that. Uh, so we have a second performance that will take place early in August. Okay. Um, so we're excited to... Kind to of backed by popular demand. Backed by popular mm -hmm. demand and, and an expansion on our very popular uh, concerts in the park.
Park Series, yeah. uh, where we, throughout the course of the summer, go to different parks uh, throughout the community and provide uh, live uh, live concerts. And then we're also working on, not necessarily events, but a couple of very exciting projects right now. Uh, we have an expansion at the Fort Hill Activity Center, adding some studio space for some additional group exercise uh, classes there. And then uh, two large projects, uh, one right next to the 95th Street Library, uh, building a, a community plaza at that location, and then our Wolf's Crossing Community Park, over a 30-acre park site uh, that's going to have a number of amenities uh, that will be coming in 2020. Um, both of those parks will actually have uh, the Park District's first uh, splash pads. Oh. So we're excited to introduce those. Yes, that's wonderful. Well, I, I, as a Naperville resident, I can't thank you enough for all that you offer because it really is a, a smorgasbord of stuff, you. whether you're young or old, and the amenities are terrific. And uh, so we wish you a very dry summer, <laughs> not too hot, uh, and we'll encourage residents to get out and enjoy all that you have to offer. So thank, thank, you. You. thank you. If you would like to learn more about the programs and events the Park District is offering this summer, please go and visit their website. We're going to take a quick break, but stay tuned. We're coming right back with more Spotlight. I'd like to thank all of my guests for joining us on Spotlight and our friends at Busey Bank for their generous sponsorship of today's show. If you would like to learn more about the organizations featured on today's show, please go and visit our website at nctv17.com. And to find out more about what's happening in your community, sign up to receive our daily news update, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter. For Spotlight, I'm Jane Wynette. Thank you for watching.